Well, Morena, and welcome to the Dawn Chorus. I'm Bernard Hickey for the Kaka. In the news today, I wanted to focus on the government's apparent failure to include about $220 million of spending in the budget on dental treatment. This was a promise in the Labour Manifesto to increase the amount of dental care for those who need it from $300 to $1,000 and to add an extra 20 mobile dental clinics, total cost of about $210-$220 million. It emerged um, yesterday that this was not going to be in the budget and that there had been ex an exchange between Andrew Little and Grant Robertson late last year in which essentially they decided not to spend that money because the government believed the budget was too tight and the government was going to have to spend half a billion dollars on managing the DHB restructures. This again emphasises the problem here with a lack of well-being analysis on money not being spent because um, for all of those people whose dental health will deteriorate that eventually leads to more hospital admissions various problems with health over the long term which of course cost the government a lot more apart from of course reducing the long-term well-being of a whole bunch of people most of whom are poor this is essentially a trade-off between slightly lower debt and slightly lower interest rates versus an increase in well-being and is happening because we're just not doing the well-being analysis for the long term on not spending money on things like uh, dental health. And then, of course, the other big news yesterday was the Auckland Council's confirmation of its 10-year budget plan and the rates decision for this year up 5%. That's um, not as high as some other councils and reinforces again the council has decided to protect its AA credit rating and keeping its debt track slightly lower than it otherwise would have been instead of spending the recommended $300 million or so on climate efforts. They're only going to spend half of that, about $150 million. And Auckland has also been uh, cutting costs elsewhere because of the COVID emergency unnecessary austerity in, in my views my view and again reinforces this um, government focus on keeping debt low and keeping our triple uh, a sovereign credit rating and our double a credit rating for Auckland there are some concerns uh, at least last year that if Auckland's credit rating dropped by a notch that could cause a sovereign credit rating downgrade um, I think those fears are unfounded and others in the debt markets think the same. Again, um, this is a case of um, not using the balance sheet to solve um, our biggest problems. And of course, Auckland is a key part of the climate change emergency story and of course the housing emergency story. And without the ability of the council and the government to invest in that housing and climate infrastructure, we have some issues. Elsewhere in the news today, um, keep an eye out on uh, a little piece down there on refining NZ, NZ Energy, uh, doing a deal yesterday to essentially decide to shut down the oil refining aspects at Marston Point. Instead, it will become an import terminal. Just to give you an idea of how that's different elsewhere, Australia, um, its federal government announced earlier this month that it would spend upwards of 2.3 billion Australian in subsidies to keep its two last oil refineries open. 
That's all about uh, fuel security in Australia, and it's interesting that our government has chosen not to intervene there, and in future, New Zealand will have to import all its fuel refined. And just a final um, thing to watch for in today's Dawn Chorus, we're the top of the pops again in the Bloomberg Resilience Ranking, number one. Singapore was there last month, but we're back again because we don't have many or any um, community COVID cases, whereas Singapore has had an outbreak. I'm Bernard Hickey. That was the Dawn Chorus for May the 26th at the Kaka. Thank you.